Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is the Muslim Experience Podcast and I'm your host, Farooq. This is season 2, episode 8 and we are joined by Brother Akil. Alhamdulillah, he did a recording with us on episode 1 of season 2 and he's back. And in this episode we talk about life goals and our hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I hope you enjoy this. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Good to see you again, brother. How are you? Alhamdulillah. <laughs> Good, man. Good to see you. Did you get your Starbucks drink? <laughs> hey, hey, I'm uh, man. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I appreciate you coming back, you know. We started this new thing, which I want to go into, but, you know, before I do that, I just wanted to kind of catch up with you, just kind of like um, let us settle in and, you know, just give me a little update maybe about yourself. Did anything happen uh, from the last time we spoke up until now? Anything exciting you want to share? The holidays are like a event in, in, your, in your routine, in your daily routine. That's true. But uh, i just been, you know, i just been striving, man, just studying, just, you know, just trying to, trying to, uh, become closer to Allah, dedicate myself more to Allah, you know, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, you know, that's it, man. But I mean, you know, like, to be honest, I've been like, I recently, I recently got out of prison, like maybe this is, this will make like 13 months. So it's been 13 months removed from me being in prison. Now, when I was in prison, I was actually like one of the leaders in the community in prison, right? It's been a work trying to get trying to get involved back into the community and just find my niche. I wanted to ask you about so that. that you, know, you know, you had that link in prison. Do you ever, or are you allowed to, like, have that link between the guys that you spoke to in prison, like, keep that relationship? Because I think that's important, you know? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I, well, it's it's two brothers in there that, that that I became real close to, right? Yeah, and uh, we talk, we 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 talk like at least like once a week, once or twice a week. They oh, that's good. That's good. and we'll talk. You know, we just we just talk about the dean and just talk about their situation. You know, being in there because like being like the brothers who I talk to, like one of them been was one of them been gone for like twelve years on a sixty year sentence. Wow. So he's fairly, he's fairly new. He have he still have like maybe twenty more years to do, yeah. just to come up for the road. The other one, he's been gone since he was fifteen, mm. and he's like forty four right now. Right, right. Wow. So yeah, so you know, I, I just I just keep in contact with them, and you know, that kind of helps me stay grounded and realize the situation that I came from, and realize the mercy that Allah has had on me. So, you know, it's a blessing, but also like after two years of you being released, you can go back and do voluntary work. Believe it or not, man, you know, when it comes to, when it comes to helping people, right? I don't, I, like, it's not even a, it's not even a hesitation. It's not even a thought. It's it's like, auto, it, you know, it automatically kicks in. If somebody asks me a question, if I know it, like it, Without hesitation, you know what I'm saying? I try to give my uh, uh, a humble answer. You know, I, I try to get a correct answer. Cool. You know, uh, man, it's, it's like 
it's this is what this is what is required of us. Yeah, you know, it's required of us to enjoy what's right and forbid what's wrong. It's required of us to have compassion yeah. towards others. Yeah, I mean, so much is required of us. You know, just outside outside of the rules and regulations, outside of the Sharia, outside yeah. of all the technical terms, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. It's required of us to be human beings. Right. You right. know, it's, it's required of us to, to help one another. And, right. and just, I mean, that's what the dean requires. You know, I think a lot of people get so caught up in, get so caught up in different laws and, and, and different different forms of study, right? Different methods, and, and, but right. they forget the essence of it is to be a human being because I, mm-hmm. I was telling somebody this once before as far as like the Shahada. It's not required of you to read the whole Quran and, and know everything about Islam in order to take your Shahada. The mm-hmm. first person, you know, the first, the first human being to take their Shahada was Khadijah, and it was only five ayats. It was only five ayats revealed at the time. True, true. You know, it was only <laughs> five ayats revealed. Yeah. All, all that was, was required that you believe in the oneness of Allah and you believe that Muhammad Ibn Abu uh, is the messenger servant of Allah. Yeah. That was it. And everything else was a progression. Over 23 years, when the Prophet wasallam, when he when he received revelation at 40, the Quran was revealed over a 23 year period. And for the first 12 years, there were no, it was no law. Mm. It was the, the laws didn't come until they migrated to Medina. Mm. So, you know, people get caught up in people get caught up in a lot of, you know, people, I just feel like people get caught up in not the essence of what Islam calls for. And you know, I, I, that's what I try to practice. I try to practice on letting those commandments show through my actions. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. That's the essence you mentioned. That that hit the nail on the head for me. Definitely, it is all about essence and the basics. Like if we if we look at the basics of the religion, that in itself is a good starting point, and it's just a way of life, like you said. So you put that so beautifully, man. Um, so I, I want to move on to this project because I think it's going to be really good. I'll give you a quick background as to why I started doing this. Um, so I used to be a life coach. Uh, and this was probably like two, three years of coaching. Uh, I used to sit with individuals in person or, you know, like we're doing now. Uh, and what I used to do was allow them to pick out certain life areas. So I would provide a list. So I'm going to give that to you now. And what we did was we would look at each life area. So they would choose probably up to three, five, you know, depending on how much you want to work on. <laughs> what, what I basically try to work on is Tawaku, right? It's, yeah. it's being dependent upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? Okay. And, you know, I just feel like, man, if if we connect with Allah, yeah. just, just understanding the 99 attributes of Allah, just un- understanding how he is manifest, you know, he has manifest his powers right. throughout creation for us. Allah's El Razak. Right. He's the provider. Financially, we shouldn't have anything to worry about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because we put trust in Allah and we know that Allah would take care of us. 
it, it doesn't mean that we don't work or we don't strive for something. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? It just means we put our faith more in the law right. than we put our faith in what we can do and trust that, you know, he's going to take care of everything. I mean, man, I, like the spirituality, man, for me, yeah. the connection with the law it's the greatest yeah, That's thing. number one, would you say? So out of that, so here's the thing, you know, out of these life areas, um, the reason why I'm putting them out there is because this is mainly for your personal development. This is mainly for mm-hmm. you. It's not, uh, it's not for me. It's not for, you know, because everyone has their individual life goals that they want to work on. So what we do is we do a measurement. So, so today um, is going to be a measurement from now up until six months so where you are now with your, whether it's your spirituality, family, finances, friends, it could be anything like that, yeah. to where you'd like to be in six months' time. That's part what I, what I would like you to do. Out of that list with the life areas, for each one, I want you to look at where, just uh, like based off a measurement where you are now. So let's say, I'll give you an example. For family, I would probably say with family, I want to improve on my communication with them because I don't speak that much as much as I'd like to okay so right what how much do you want to speak to them so that's a measurement so how much and what do you think you need to do to improve that instead of waiting for someone to call me what do I need to do right so all this is about what you need to do instead of being dependent on other people so for instance with that now spirituality you mentioned just a you want to improve on that you maybe want to work on that, something within there that you need to work on. So again, it has to be a measurement. Everything has to have a measurement as to where you are now. And then what you could do is say every month, you could go back at that list that you wrote down and you're saying, right, how am I doing with this? How am I doing with my spirituality? Did I make time for this? Why didn't I make time for this? Okay, what do I need to do to improve that? So don't worry, you know, I know this might sound confusing or whatever, but I'm going to put this in a form for you. And it's going to be like, here's your name, your chosen life areas. This is what you, this is where you are now. And then you put your date and then this is where you'd like to be in six months. And then every month you visit that. And that again, we're not sharing it with the listeners. This is personal to you. This is only for the the sake of um, like, your self-improvement, your de- you know, anything that you want to work on, that's for you. And the thing is, the reason why we ask you to write these things down, it's really important uh, as part of your accountability. You're accountable. Obviously, we, we are accountable to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every action is written, right? But with, the, with something like that, you're making yourself more productive as a Muslim because you're saying, right, I need to go back to that list. Where am I with that? And that helps people, you know. So I will send you that planner. If you can complete it, again, you don't need to send it to me. It's purely for yourself. And then just every now and then, you can either check back. And if you have any questions about certain things, you know, come back to me and let me know. You know, some part of it is our our effort, right? We have to make that effort, you know, just like you're going to write down uh, the things that you want to work on. That's your effort. But at the same time, when you make that effort and you make the dua that you want to accomplish those goals, you make that dua, you leave the rest to Allah. Because if Allah is going to allow that to come into your life, if he's going to allow you to achieve that, you will achieve it, right? So This is a lifetime mission. Right. You know, perfect, perfecting your character, holding yourself accountable, 
was I was listening to a, a lecture by Sheikh Hamza Yusuf, right? It's natural for people to worry about things that's on the exterior that they can't change, right? Instead of focusing on the interior things that they can change. Right. You know what I'm saying? So so they so we waste a lot of energy on outside things which we have no control over instead of funneling that energy on the inside and controlling the things on the inside. And then he referenced uh, uh, Ayat Quran. Uh, yeah, it, it says that until they first change what is within themselves. Yeah, got you. Yeah, yeah. I know that. Alhamdulillah. You know, we, like, the, the thing is, my, my concept is, if you focus on yourself internally, then the, the, the circumstances and the conditions on the outside of you will begin to change. That's true. So, true. so I'm, I'm I, I, that's what I'm big. I, I'm big on working on my internal self. I, I'm, I'm big on working on my nafs. I, that's I, I'm, that's, that's something I, I'm big on working on my character. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm big on that. I'm big on keeping a positive mindset. If other, like, if other Muslims within the Umar do that, yeah. man, we'll be, we'll you know, we'll be far better off than what we are right now. You're right. It's true, man. So, yeah, I mean, this is going to start. You're, yeah, you're I'm, literally I'm, the first person that I'm talking to about this through the channel. Like I said, I will send you the planner. Um, say, for instance, I want to have, I want to be able to have more concentration in my prayer. So you would put that as uh, under spirituality. So I'm going to send you some examples as well. So when you mentioned that, you say, right, okay, so what kind of, so what is it? What is it that is distracting you during your prayer? Is it because of the lifestyle that you live? Is it because you can't get rid of certain thoughts in your head? Is it, so you've got to kind of drill down and just really spark that curiosity in your brain because that way you get, uh, you know, when you write it down and then you think, right, okay, so I need to do this. I need to be able to switch off, um, try and, you know, keep my mind straight before the prayer. You know, that could be one measurement. Um, it could be like, let's say, if you're worried about something uh, and that's constantly in your prayer, you could say, well, I need to stop worrying about certain things and uh, remind myself that Allah controls everything and he will get me through this. So things like that. So you're just telling yourself that, okay, this is what I need to work on. This is what I need to do. And this is what I will gain. See, because sometimes what people do is they bring a problem into their awareness. They look at a possible resolution, but they don't look at what they will gain or benefit from that. And that is important as well. There's three sides to it. And once you do that, you're more aware that, you know, wow, if, if I achieve this, this is where I'm going to be. What's your saying on that? <laughs> I mean, it's beautiful, man. <laughs> cool. It's beautiful. I mean, look, man, like, this is one of the things that I, I, I you know, this is one of the things that not not trouble me, but it's on my mind constantly, sure. especially like the more I interact with Muslims over the Internet. Right. OK. And I, I see, you know, you, you see people like you see people give lectures, you see people give sermons. Right. Yeah. But not everyone. Not everyone can listen to a sermon and take that and put it into action. 
You know right. what I'm saying? So people need assistance. People need assistance. People need guidance on how to best implement the teachers right. of the Quran and the Sunnah in their life. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? People need, you know, they need a They need a little, you know, you're right. They need a little, a little nudge. You know what I'm saying? So I, I mean, it's 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 very important, man. That's it's it's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful if you can assist somebody in making the steps to become a better Muslim, man. Yeah. And the thing is, like, you know, I'll give you another example, like what you're doing with individuals, like if you're, even if you help them with one area of their life, you're making such a big difference, you know, and that's the thing is we're all basically, you know, like this responsibility, like you mentioned before, I, I think that's such a beautiful responsibility and we shouldn't see that as a burden. You know, some people see it as, well, you know, why should I do this? You know, but the thing is, what we have to remember is there are no other prophets after the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. There's no one else that's, that's going to carry on this work. So who's going to do it? And if we don't do it for ourselves, if we don't do it for our children, you know, their next generation, are, is, they're gonna, it's going to slowly fade away because they're not going to show any interest. So it's great that people... Uh, have that kind of material on TikTok and because that's where the kids are at. That's where they're looking for that. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And amongst all the stuff that I shouldn't see, I'm seeing something that's beneficial. But you know what? That breadcrumb of advice, it could change a person. That's all it takes. It just it just takes one thing. So what you're doing is yeah. beautiful. You know what? What I'm trying to do, you know, because I can never perfect this. I'm not like, I'm not perfect myself. But as long as we remind each other that what is our sole purpose in life? What's the first thing that we, you know, we, we were basically created to worship Allah. And as part of that, we remind each other that, listen, you know, you must, you know, even in your darkest days, don't worry because Allah is there. Allah is, Allah is uh, you know, he's, he's there with you. Uh, he's there for you. And he will answer to every prayer. You know, you just got to have that belief, right? And that's what it is. You know, it's people like you that yeah. inspire me. You inspire me. It's not, it's never one way. This, you know, these conversations, these relationships, you know, we always pick up uh, and learn from each other. And I think that that in itself um, is beautiful. You know, we, we need to carry that on, you know, and just kind of like, just remind each other, like you're saying about the simplicity of the religion. There's nothing complicated about it. It's us guys. We complicate it. <laughs> you know, we're like, we, it's, you know, like, um, I always try and put myself into the shoes of a river who is completely new, completely new to this religion. And they're going to be, they're going to be scared. You know, they're going to be like, I guess they'll be excited, but at the same time, it's still new. You know, it's still a new world. It's a transition, you know? So, um, yeah. that's why one of these things, you know, like accountability, uh, especially for ourselves, when we're accountable for like our actions, you know, whatever we need to work on, we set ourselves a measurement. So inshallah, you know, we'll get some good feedback yeah. from that. And do let me know whatever you want to share with this. Uh, once I send you the planner and you complete it, um, try it out with your friends. You know, the guys that you speak to in, uh, in prison, share it with them, you know, because yeah. honestly, we all, we all need some sort of like, if we haven't already, because obviously I'm not saying no one has structure. Of course, we have some level of structure in our lives. So what's what's your take on the Akira? Like what kind of, name two, I guess two things that you would say are the most important things to prepare for the Akira, like the provisions, I guess. 
trying to stay taqwa. See, the thing is, like, I was thinking about this the other day. I always, like, put myself in deep thought and just kind of contemplate. And I tell myself that if I, if I detach myself from the dunya, now, when I say detach, it doesn't mean I don't want to talk to any, anyone anymore. Uh, you know, everyone is in my life, right? I, I don't need them, whatever. I don't mean that. I mean, like, on a spiritual level, um, if you... If you tell yourself that, okay, you know what? Um, I need to prepare more for the Akira, um, try and work towards like the good deeds, you know, try and accumulate as much as I can. You know what I'm saying? And that way, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what's in my heart. He knows that I'm working uh, to, you know, to improve my deen, to, you know, help other people, and at the same time, work towards the Akira. But the thing is, when you work more towards the Akira, when you think about more about your death, you know, the things that people don't want to talk about, uh, when you think about more of those things, you actually get the best of both worlds. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses you in this world and he will definitely look after you in the Akira. Like when the day of judgment starts, when, you know, when, like you were saying, all these things that are going to be happening around us, what is going to be there for us? Our faith, what... What light is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala going to provide based on our iman, right? All these things are going to be our, our mechanisms, our, you know, like our vehicles. We see that the beauty of Islam is its knowledge. Yeah. It's its, and, and it's its detail, how it's laid out. So for each one are successive angels before and behind him who protect him by the decree of Allah. Indeed, Allah will not change the condition of a people until they change what is in themselves. And when Allah intends for a people ill, there is no repelling it. And if they, and there is not for them besides him any patron. So yeah, let's, you know, let's uh, wrap up here. Um, like I said, what I'll do is, once I've got this, um, yeah, keep an eye on your email. I'll send you that planner. Uh, that'll have some, like, you know, what we discussed today, inshallah. And just give me some feedback. Let me know what you think, inshallah, of it. Uh, on, you can email me or whatever's called. Oh, inshallah, right. Allah wills that we can talk again and catch up like this because I love these conversations, man. Thank you so yeah. much. I appreciate right. your time. <laughs> All right. All right. Take care, brother. You too. I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. Um, I'm going to send the link via the podcast where you can get your planner from. So you can download this, you can print it off, it's a PDF file, and you can update it with your life goals. If you wanted to update me, you could always email me on info at themuslimexperience.com Alternatively, you can actually visit the website and there's an online form that you can complete. And we will get back to you. Thank you very much. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.